Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce and a special crossover springtime for Springsteen. Bruce Buds, please introduce yourselves. Hello, uh, I'm Sean. I'm Matt, reporting for duty. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks for having us on, Jesse. Oh, I am so thrilled. So I, I told this before we recorded, but um, when I... I've been wanting to do a Bruce Springsteen podcast. I, I do a Doctor Who podcast, and I do a Castle podcast, and I've been uh, – I'm part of a Game of Thrones podcast. Oh, but, man. Um, oh, yeah. I, I've really gotten into podcasting over the yeah. past few years. and has got all your bases covered. <laughs> yes. And so, but I love Springsteen, and I'm like, it would just be so much fun to do a show, and mostly – to focus on Bruce fans because there is a huge Bruce fandom out there. And so um, I did a search for Springsteen podcasts and <laughs> springtime for Springsteen came up. And so oh, wow. I downloaded it knowing nothing about it. Uh-huh. So I'm in my car and <laughs> Labor Day weekend, I, I'm driving sure. To drag this sounds this sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. It does. Your car it? <laughs> so I, I'm in my I'll little podcast and I get on the road. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not. I'm in a Mitsubishi Lancer, which I don't know is very Springsteen. <laughs> no, not but, quite. Um, so I have, uh, you know, my uh, iPad that's got all your podcast on it loaded, and so I'm playing it through Bluetooth, and I start out with. You know the Long Island uh, sure, trilogy. Yeah. A great place to start, yeah. And and I'm like, who are these guys? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm trying not to look while I'm driving. So like when I stop <laughs> to use the you know bathroom and get gas, I'm looking like, okay, where's their first episode? So I can figure out how the hell did these guys decide to do a Springsteen podcast? And they're not on there anymore. Yeah. Feed and I, I'm, I'm sure there's a fun story behind that. Oh and, yes. And then I'm like, okay, well, and, and like then they're talking about, well, you know, we've never seen Bruce live. I'm like, you've never seen Bruce live, but you're doing a Springsteen podcast. And 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 as I'm listening, like they don't know that Max is the drummer. They yeah. they they guys are wonderfully inept. Eve. Uh, Springsteen, but there is such a joy and such a love and such an honesty, and and I'm not saying that because you're on the show. You know, you guys, you know, like, you know, I'm screaming at the radio, how can you call Thunder Road a single? (laughs) (laughs) Rock and roll song of all times. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I love man. how easily Sean just gives up on things like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just like, I'm just like, eh, whatever. And Sean's just like, well, okay, let's move on. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, yeah. You guys kept me company. Um, <laughs> then it's around um, 9 o'clock at night, and I switch over to – I have Bruce, uh, the Melbourne show – that um that was on this last tour i had it and so um and i listened to a live concert they got me through the end of because the podcast wasn't going to do it at that time i was pretty tired uh-huh. um, so i felt like i know you guys <laughs> so, well yeah. go ahead sean matt oh well i i you know i i just have to say that i i think we're both just First of all, uh, shocked that anyone's listening to this podcast, and, <laughs> uh, and as you know, like you said off air, uh, you know we haven't yet, you know, set up a Twitter account or Facebook page. So, uh, so the fact that you, you know, found us and you listened to more than one episode, I think is, and you enjoyed it, is, is just great to hear. <laughs> well, I think we go by the field of dreams maxim for promotion. <laughs> it's just if you build it, they will come. So that's so, just you know we tagged it as Springsteen and we'll let the universe take it from there sure you know I was I was I was saying like how do these guys then know how easy it is to make a Twitter account you know (laughs) and and, or a Facebook page so I mean I had to really research I mean like I'm doing a search for springtime for Springsteen via Facebook and I end up finding I think um I, I can't remember which one I saw first Sean or Matt 
yeah. a Facebook page, but I'm like posting, I love you guys. And, and they, you guys <laughs> accepted my friendship thing. So I couldn't send you a message. And I'm thinking yeah. at this point, I'm going, so they're worried. Like here's some 56 year old fat white guy. That's <laughs> what the hell? What have we done? <laughs> my words exactly were, what is the white Jesse Jackson doing talking to us? <laughs> Yes. And, and so um, anyway, so I, I, I truly do not know where to begin, even though I have an agenda. So I'm going to start out with tell me your background, how you got to be friends, where you grew sure. up from. And we'll kind of do, you know, I guess your elevator pitch for your background. And then sure. after that, I want to hear why a Bruce Springsteen podcast or why podcasting to begin with. OK, uh, well, um, I, I met Matt through a friend of mine uh, at, at school, um, and uh, he, uh, I think we met at a uh, uh, steakhouse <laughs> for, for your sister. <laughs> no, I think this is true. I think uh, we met at this Longhorn Steakhouse uh, wow. your sister's birthday. Wow. Uh, going way, way back. Uh, anyway. It must um, be like 2008. <laughs> yeah, around 2008 or so. Uh, I went to uh, I went to University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Uh, go Retrievers. Go Retrievers. Um, I majored in theater, which you know is uh, is uh, you know fine. A very uh, practical. <laughs> yeah, very practical right. major. Yeah. So I'm. One of my best friends got a philosophy degree back yeah. in the. Um, I guess he graduated in the. Uh, late seventies and then like had a great time in college. This is Ken. And you know, <laughs> yeah. Ken's like, I had a wonderful time. I read all kinds of stuff, had great <laughs> discussions, got my degree and then immediately joined the Navy because I was unemployable. It, yeah. pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much the, uh, the same kind of uh, path, except I haven't joined the Navy yet, Navy okay. yet. But, uh, <laughs> um, so I, uh, I met Matt and uh, became fast friends. And uh, <laughs> and uh, during this time, I also met uh, John Jacobs, who you heard on our, our most recent podcast. Yes, and he's the guy who kind of uh, got uh, got me into Springsteen. Before before that time, I kind of only heard bits and pieces of his stuff, mostly stuff on you know the radio, right. uh, uh, Glory Days when they played it, or it's mostly Glory Days and like Born in the USA. They don't yes. they don't play too many deep cuts. No, they uh, don't. And, uh, and I'm but, eagerly waiting for the second half of that interview. By the oh, way. great! Yeah, and, and I love that he started. You know, and at this point, uh, <laughs> if you're listening, you probably should stop. Go listen to a couple of Springsteen for Springsteen episodes, <laughs> and then come back because you're going to be confused as heck, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We. <laughs> We, uh, we, you know, when I got your friend request, Je uh, Jesse, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I realized that you were a, a Springsteen fan. I, I scrolled through your, your yeah. profile. I said, oh, I get it. And it and also became evident to me that you really know your shit. Unlike, <laughs> unlike us. And, and so I was like, oh, man, this guy, this guy is, is, is very, is very active in the Springsteen kind of universe. And I, and I, I looked at your, your blog, uh, blog it all night. And, yeah. uh. Uh, and uh, which is a great title, by the way. It is a great uh, by the way. I wish I could take care credit. That's someone else's, but go ahead. Oh, well. That's whoever, who, uh, yeah, whoever does it, oh, yes. Okay, well, I saw that on your page, and, yes. I, and I listened to your podcast, and yes. – uh, and uh, I, I realized that you really know you really know your stuff, which is which is great <laughs> because, you know, it's it's uh, we, I, I, you know, I enjoy doing the podcast with Matt, but uh, and I'm very proud of it. But uh, it, I think, uh, you know, if if someone really wants to know a lot more about Springsteen, that your your podcast would be a great place to, to go to. <laughs> uh, but, but there is a joy of you both being casual fans i mean one oh yeah than the other and and the pure of you know kind of finding a song and going oh this is a great song and, and i love i knew i started arguing with the radio when um both <laughs> of you agreed i can't remember which of you 
um, said, you know, the E Street Band should just do cover songs. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that, was that was one I didn't quite, I didn't quite uh, throw in my hat for that one. I, I kind of gave like, well, I don't know about that. But I do agree. They do amazing covers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and especially, you know, I've talked about this. Uh, I'm originally from Louisiana, and the college I went to is McNeese State University. Go Cowboys. And uh, Jolie Blanc is that university's fight song. And so when uh, – one of the reasons I bought the Melbourne show is they did a live version of Jolie Blanc from a sign request. And they rock. I mean if you have not heard it, um, Google it and look because it was a sign request. They had never rehearsed it. And oh, wow. and they play and and Susie, who's the fiddle player, in case you guys don't know, yeah. does, <laughs> nope, does solo, you know. And then, uh, you know, the and this I'm going to show you my ignorance. Um, the uh, keyboardist, um, you know, gets on and brings out an accordion, and they start an accordion solo, and then accordion and fiddle duet, wow, and yeah. all this they had never rehearsed. Yeah. Just. Because they love music and they can just they're they're very talented at what they do, yeah. so um, so I love that enthusiasm you guys have. So oh, great, great. All right, so you guys have been friends almost ten years then, right? Uh, who's counting? <laughs> yeah, probably around that. <laughs> I was it's been a while. Not be yeah. mad in this podcast. Um, so why did you guys decide to do a podcast, and why did you decide to do it about Bruce Springsteen? I think uh, why we started, why we decided to do a podcast, me and Sean are huge fans, and I think uh, dedicated Springheads will know, huge fans of the Earwolf Network, um, big listeners of Comedy Bang Bang, so that's a big inspiration, and we're such, such big fans, and I'm a big, like, audio guy, I do audio production, music, okay. tell, so, and then, um, so we were kind of just, like, batting about ideas for, like, we got to do a podcast. We got to do a podcast for a while. We had a couple of fun little like test things, with <laughs> yeah. different ideas, more like comedy based. Sure. But, and eventually we just, uh, for some reason we, uh, I think Sean bought really, and this yeah. is how it started. We talk about this in episode one and which is now lost time. And, um, <laughs> He he got as a Christmas gift the Bruce Springsteen like remastered album set. What oh, I don't know the years. That's a like big a, gift. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like the first what seven albums. Yeah, volume one, 1973 to 1984. So in, in my opinion, some of his like best best work. Absolutely. And uh, and Sean was like, bro, you you gotta listen to to some of these. And I'm like, what? Like Bruce, <laughs> get get out of here, like. I hate Bruce Springsteen. And he's like, no, no, bro, bro, you got to listen. You got to listen. <laughs> and so eventually it became this thing where it's like, I wasn't going to listen to it unless there was a greater goal in mind. And um, I feel like that's kind of how the podcast got started. Not, not quite exactly. I think part of it too, is we were kind of just drunk and uh, <laughs> yeah. you had your mixer out and we were like, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I had the uh, audio equipment uh, already, and uh, I, 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 uh, I thought, yeah, this is at least we can put this equipment to use. So let's let's do it about Springsteen. Um, yeah, I mean, Sean, you can't put the equipment to use, but I can. <laughs> no. Yeah, Matt's Matt's kind of the technical mastermind. I just kind of you're like you know, the face of the franchise. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of say, uh, you know, uh, hey, Matt, uh, work your magic. No, I think it's really fortunate that uh, Matt was willing to do this because he's, you know, he's without him, this this podcast probably, you know, it wouldn't exist. And so um, I, I've just been fortunate to find someone who's been been willing not only to put up uh, with Springsteen, <laughs> even though he hates him, but uh, also, you know, produce this podcast and, and put it out there. But I think to Matt's credit. And maybe to my own, I think uh, <laughs> I think there's a few songs that Matt's come around to, which has been really wonderful to see. And uh, and uh, I think Matt's, you know, um, a fair judge when it comes to Springsteen songs. Sure. And uh, Jesse, I'm sure you can 
you know, you can cite your own, uh, and you have, I've listened to some of your podcasts, the, the songs that you, you like and you don't like. And, right. and, uh, and, and, and Matt's, uh, you know, been a good sport <laughs> and, uh, and we've gone through these songs, uh, hell or high water. So, well, and yeah, you know, I, what reminds me of this is I'm a big Kevin Smith fan and, uh-huh. you know, um, he started doing the Smodcast. Um, you know, um, because his producing partner, Scott Mosier, and he were not spending any time together. And he said, okay, well, why don't we schedule once a week? We'll do a, we'll talk and we'll do a Smodcast, you know, uh, Smith, Mosier, Smodcast. Uh, And it gives us an excuse to talk together for an hour and a half or an hour or so. And and then we'll put it out and then people ended up liking it. So yeah, this sounds like the same thing. You know, we're friends. We want to do something fun. Um, I think it, my wife did not understand podcasting whatsoever when I started Uh and she's like, first off, why would anyone want to hear you? (laughs) You're not, (laughs) you're, you're not an authority on anything. And, um, and she thought that people do podcasts are people like, um, you know, professional actors or, sure. you know, business leaders or yeah, someone yeah. like that. And I told her that her older brother is about 60 and Ralph has grew up in the, his heyday, you know, for, as a teenager was in the, you know, late sixties, early seventies. And he was in a band like a lot of kids were back then. Uh-huh. And he drummed and they played a lot and they played, you know, Catholic youth centers and school dances. And he said that if he had his way every Sunday, he'd go to a barn with a bunch of buddies and they would just play music for no one just to enjoy playing music. And I said, to me, that's what a podcast is. If I have people listening, I'm thrilled and so grateful, but mostly it's an excuse to talk about something I care about or love with people I care about and, you know, and to just have fun. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's right on target. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that, that we do it. And it, it is just fun. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't think either me or Matt really care about how many listeners we have. It's great that, uh, that we do have listeners, but it's just, you know, yeah, like you said, it's something fun to, fun to do. Yeah. It's kind of like a fun little experiment and just, you know, uh, for me, it's been interesting with uh, trying to like cram as much fun stuff into the yeah. into the podcast because I do a lot of the the tricks, the <laughs> the musical bits, yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, if we weren't doing this for ourselves, like, what's what's the point? Like, I I don't know. Uh, I know, and this is this is an interesting thing about Earwolf. I don't know, I don't know if you're a fan of Earwolf, Jesse, but yes. they're like starting to monetize everything now, and it's really kind of got me turned off a bit on on their brand. I mean, they're they're doing this like kind of freemium deal, mm-hmm. but more and more of their stuff is going to be behind a paywall now, where it's like monthly subscription, like Netflix. It's kind of like, uh, now it's becoming just like, you know, yeah. a, a huge business. Like, and and I part get of what that. makes it so right. Uh, I am lucky enough, um, Rob Southgate is the owner of Southgate Media, and he and his wife, uh, I'm not sure how long ago, but decided to try to make this a business. So, you know, they have a website, they have a whole, um, you know, collection of podcasts, and they sell advertisement, and they have, you know, a tip jar, and he's, you know, his idea is, I don't want to do a subscription fee. I don't want to have, you know, ads like I love Penn Gillette. Um, and you know, his podcast every Sunday, halfway through it, they give a few ads and, and the ads are funny and it's good. And, but <clears throat> no one wants to hear me talk about, you know, diet Coke, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, and so, um, so yeah, I, I, I get that. And I would rather me, when I'm in a good mood, tip a podcast 10 bucks or whatever it is and say, Hey, I really enjoyed this episode versus having to pay two or three bucks a month as a subscription, even though it probably isn't that bad. It's just the mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it is mostly the, the I think, mindset. I think for us too, a big part of what we're trying to do with the show is just kind of share the music. Yes. That sounds really like cliche and hokey, but in the um, legal, <laughs> I, yeah. it is. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. So it is illegal, but I feel like because it's totally free yeah. that we can kind of just say, well, you're not paying for this. Like go pay for this music that we're talking about. Well, yes. Yeah. That's really what's yeah. great. And, yeah. and, you know, I'm trying to promote mine. And so, you know, I've gone to all kinds of different Bruce Springsteen fan pages on Facebook and kind of posted, hey, I've started a new podcast. And I'm, you know, I hope you check it out. But if you have a Bruce Springsteen story you want to share, let me know. Yeah, and that's so um, I have a guy from South Africa that I'm going to talk to Monday. Oh, great. Uh, which Man, will be great. interesting, you know, um, 1030 my time is like 530 his time at night. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, I do have to bring up Genesis. She was such a Springsteen hater, but such a sweet <laughs> person. Yeah. Um, she was so funny and, and it was really neat. And that was a nice great. dynamic. Um, you know, it's fairly early in the podcast, right? Only your seventh or so episode, and you had a guest, but yeah. she really worked, and it was fun. Oh, great! Yeah, that 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 episode got a lot of uh, downloads, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is the most important metric. Yeah. No, no, I think it, but I think it, I think it, <laughs> I don't know if that reflects uh, the, the fact that Genesis on it, or it's just you know uh 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 luck or whatever but uh yeah well, also she, like her friends listen to it yeah that's yeah, true uh, but or I think, i'm thinking someone says hey they're gonna talk phil collins this time and they're downloading <laughs> yeah, that a lot of it. yeah that might that might be it too <laughs> yeah she she was great uh she's a she's a good friend of john jacobs and yes uh, and uh so like she i said think that was the, the most interesting part of it yeah. because they're like they're like best friends yeah. almost. Yeah. So it was really interesting to have her on the podcast yeah. before John. Yeah. It's kind of like we're talking behind his back. Yeah. We've been yeah. kind of leading up to, to John, but, um, but I guess getting back to Springsteen, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I, I really, uh, I really kind of learned the most about him, uh, through John. I, I lived with John, uh, okay. for, for I guess two years, uh, as uh, uh, he was a roommate of mine, and, and he had like all these uh, albums of Springsteen. He had a lot of uh, MP3s of his stuff, and he, and he always played in his car pretty much every time. And uh, so, like over time, you get to you get to uh, hear more of his work. And I I realized like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yes, like Stockholm exactly. Syndrome. <laughs> and I realized like, man, this guy is really great. And I, and I and and I started like you know downloading more of his albums, and I and I, I listened to you know uh, uh, Born to Run more than more than once, yeah. uh, and um, and I realized that the, the kind of the nuances and and just kind of the the uh, <laughs> it's kind of um, I, I guess cliche, but it's uh, the wall of sound that he has, uh, yes, <laughs> and it's it's amazing. It's just really incredible. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. Um, I want to have him on the podcast sometimes uh, so we can talk about you behind your back. Uh, but I felt <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to get you guys first before I got Jonathan. Sure, sure. Um, and, and by the way, he is hilarious because, you know, you had him on just recently and he's like, schooling you guys on like oh yeah okay let me tell you starting from episode one everything you've gotten wrong <laughs> yeah like, yeah we know okay can you <laughs> he was keeping a list for a while yeah he was keeping a list of he, he contacted us after every episode that we posted he said uh, keeping a list of all the all the goofs that you guys made and i i can't wait to share them and it was kind of like okay yeah we you know, um, it's kind of like in a, and I don't know if this really happens in court, but you know, on TV drama, you know, uh, the lawyer will go, yeah, we, um, oh, what's, you know, we acknowledge everything they're saying. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah now yeah. you can't put any, you know, you can't beat us down. You can't put any witnesses. Yeah. We're acknowledging this has happened. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 I'm ready to, nope, nope. Moving on. We're it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah. So neither one of you seen Bruce live. No. No. We, Although we have I think we talk about it. Oh, it's on. It's actually today's episode. We okay. talk about what what it would take to get us 
to see Bruce live and how much we would pay. Yeah. And oh, um, okay. I, uh, so I think I we said, Oh, your podcast, but if you give me a little, like a snippet of that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think we essentially said like the next time he's within like a three hour drive. Okay. And it's like less than maybe 200 bucks. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. Yeah. I, I, I would really like to see him regardless, but it would be great if, if we could get on the, uh, the, uh, uh the, the ground, yeah, the pit. The ground the floor. Pit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, the pit. Um, yeah. Because uh, you know. Sure. You gotta you gotta dance. If you're gonna do it, you need to do it. Yeah. Now I'm too old. And my back, uh-huh. I like a seat, but I have sure, you know sure. friends that love the pit. Um, and I have said this many times on the podcast that you know there's two kinds of people: the people that see Bruce and go, "Wow, that was a three-hour show, pretty good," and then others yeah. who say, "I want to sell everything I own and follow the sky on tour." And I was the second, uh-huh. uh, and, I saw, <laughs> and I didn't see him live till 2002, um, and and then you know in 2014 last year. I was able to see him three times in a month. I saw him here in Dallas. They wow. did a free show for the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, they had the final four in the, uh, you know, at the Jerry Dome. And um, then I drove to Nashville to see him. And then I saw him in Houston. Um, and and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because he does, you know, his show kind of changes so much and he does so many different materials it's fun to see him at multiple times on the same tour. Yeah. Versus like a fish. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Or as Rob said, uh, Rob is, you know, I just talked about my podcast boss. Yeah. You know, he's a big Wilco fan. Yeah. You know, he said the same thing. So, um, so yeah, Yeah, I I will have to, after we, hopefully he's going to tour in 2016. And then I'd love to have you guys on, (laughs) <laughs> That'd be great to talk about it. You know, did it live up to the hype or no, it didn't because, you know, at this point, you know, you might go, well, yeah, he played three hours, but I don't get why everyone's, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't life changing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I remember uh, listening to, I think it may have been episode one that you did and you referenced the, um, the documentary that, yeah. uh, um, Springsteen and me or yeah Springsteen and me and um, and yeah it was really fascinating seeing everyone from around the world the uh, springheads from around the world yeah. that uh, that went to see him and uh, and how much their life has been changed and um, and I think I I don't know I don't know if if my life would would change if I see him but I, I it certainly would be really really excited to to go see him especially especially considering that like you get beyond like the music which is fantastic it it's a three hour concert yes and it's like consistently three hours so it's it's well well worth the money whether you're a springsteen fan or not well my wife was there 2002 with me um and she just was eh and this he was uh-huh. doing the rising. She didn't hear know any songs. You know, sure. he wasn't doing a like the 2014 show he did for free for the NCA tournament. It was outside in downtown Dallas and it was very hit centric. He did Born to I mean he did Born to Run of course, oh, but wow. he did Glory Days yeah. and Dancing in the Dark, or you smooth. know. Yeah, he did a, a lot of songs that were – and the show's available um, as a free stream. It's oh, easy okay. to Google it and search. And But he knew his audience was a lot of non-Springsteen fans. There were people sure. there just because it was a free show and it was a concert. Um, but um, – and this is actually connecting to you guys. Um, so my wife and I – have been married um since 1984 and yeah i know long time um and we had talked about we had not gone on a vacation just her and i in forever we could not remember the last time you know we'd either bring our son chris or we'd go with another couple 
and we decided we wanted to get away together. And so you got on Southwest Airlines. Well, I want to get away. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, this podcast this brought to you by Southwest. <laughs> See, We're I conforming. Guess... We're conforming. Um, so, and then my father had died in 2011, and I had not. He was buried. He is buried, not was buried. He is buried at a veteran cemetery in Radcliffe, Kentucky. And so we had not seen the marker. And so when Springsteen was coming out in 2012, the Wrecking Ball tour, he was coming nowhere close to Texas. Uh-huh. So I reached out to Lynn and I said, okay, I've got a plan. I said, he's playing in Cleveland, Ohio. You and I could get in the car. We could drive to Kentucky. Drive all night. We've, all night. Yeah, we've never done the Bourbon Trail. And oh, yeah. you said you'd like to do that. Oh, yeah. So we could go see a couple of distilleries. I have a friend who lives in Columbus, Ohio. We could have dinner with them. Great. And it's actually Charles who does the Doctor Who podcast with me. Go up to Cleveland. He's in charge. My friend, uh, Tom Zoller, who does the comic book Love and Capes. We could spend the night with Tom, see Bruce, do Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, come back, do wow. a few more distilleries, and then go home. So we'd call it our Bourbon and Bruce tour. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> that's great and so we did and so i as i've mentioned a couple times on this podcast i'm a man of size and i do not like exercising so i walked a lot getting ready for this vacation so that we'd <laughs> that's good the Durban distilleries yeah yeah right you know because there is a lot of walking oh yes and then um and she started listening to bruce springsteen and so so we're in cleveland uh, had a great time, by the way, at the Bourbon Distilleries. Um, I, I like Kentucky a little bit more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, give them a kind of an unfair shake. Yes. Kentucky's, you know, it's 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 there's there's nice areas to Just, it. Uh, I think maybe, perhaps the area I was in wasn't that great, uh, but the Bourbon Tour, top notch. <laughs> which uh, which distilleries did you go to? I, I went to all of them. I went to Woodhome. I went to Jim Beam. I went yeah. to Four Road. Well, not all of them. I know there's some that are off the official yeah, tour. Yeah, you did the uh, official. But, yeah, and, and ones that we just kind of uh, – we went to, but we never went on the tour. Like, right. we didn't go on the Wild Turkey tour, but we got the, the stamp for the, the T-shirt and, <laughs> and then went on our way. Wrong with that? But, yeah, uh, but there were some really great ones. Yeah, uh, uh, I agree. Jim Beam's a little commercial. Uh, Woodford Reserve is really beautiful. It's yeah. hard as heck to find, but yeah. once you get out there in that beautiful horse country, and uh, Maker's Mark is absolutely beautiful. And yeah. I mean, it is. It is. I tell everyone if you want to go for a nice vacation, um, it is a pretty part of Kentucky, and it you have a purpose. You know, you're going to get a free T-shirt. And you get to, you know, drink bourbon <laughs> at eight in the morning or, you know, 10 yeah. in the morning. And so anyway. Yeah. There's worse ways to spend your day. Yes, there is. Yeah. It was really funny when I saw that you went on that, that tour. It just, yeah. it, was, it was funny how all this kind of came together. It, we it did is. the podcast. I got your friend request. I saw that you did a, a spring team podcast also. And then I saw that you recently went on the bourbon tour. <laughs> so, You're like, how have we world. Not met each other? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my older brother that I didn't know I had. <laughs> so she saw him in Cleveland and she was prepared and as we're walking out, going to the car, she goes, I don't know if it changed my life, but it changed my concert going life. I don't know if I'll ever be happy again going to a concert that's 90 minutes, and I can tell that the artist is doing the same show every night, every night, every night. Yeah. And and I said, that's fair enough, you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it would be cool to have you guys back on the show and kind of talk about that, and and like I said, see if it lives up to life or not. The- oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah, that, that'd be that'd be great. Uh, yeah, and part of what we wanted to do too is, or I want to do anyway. I don't know if Sean is going to co-sign this, but <laughs> I'm going to bring a mic. We're going to record some <laughs> yeah. live thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely want to do that, especially during the the slower songs or the yes. ones that everyone takes the, the bathroom break, break. <laughs> and kind of talk about our thoughts. So I didn't record all of it, but I did record at Nashville him, um, you know, doing hit there in the middle of shout where he goes, you've just oh, yeah. seen the ass kicking, you know, I can't, <laughs> what he does. And I just, uh, um, 
it is um, the energy. And my wife has the biggest crush on Max. And I always <laughs> oh, wow drummer, like, is he going to have sure. a heart attack? Because his mouth is open and he's drumming. And I'm like, are, yeah. you, okay? are you okay? You guys yeah, are so- in your 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is incredible also because we talked about this before, but Bruce Springsteen, I, I, I hope I can be in, in his shape when I get to that age because oh. he, he's like a brick wall. Absolutely. And I love the idea and, and I'm biased. I am a big fan. You know, I love some of the later albums, but even if you're not a fan of those albums, I think it's amazing. And, and my other musical obsession is Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Oh, Ooh, I love boy. that. Yep, oh, that's a big fan. Some good vibrations here. <laughs> uh, tell you what, if you've not seen Love and Mercy with uh, John Cusack, yeah, I think a great movie. Yeah. And so, good. but, you know, I saw, you know, the Beach Boys 50th anniversary tour. And, wow. you know, it. I love the Beach Boys, but it was hit. They're looking worse for the wear. Yeah. Hard. They, they are showing their mileage. Yeah. And, I mean, Brian Wilson has had a hell of a life. Yes. Oh, I mean, the miles on him. Um, it's amazing he's alive. Just absolutely. And then, you know, I, I saw this past summer he did a solo tour. And, of course, I've told the story many times. You know, Bruce showed up at the Jersey show that Brian did. And was yeah, we saw the picture. And saw, you know, they did a couple of songs with yeah. Uh, Bruce playing background guitar and then sang. Yeah. My friends have said you could die right then. Yes. Yeah. Forget my son having grandkids, my son's wedding, <laughs> Bruce and Brian, my two musical idols on yeah. the together. Yeah. But I if, watched the video um, of that yes. and I was like, holy shit, this is yeah. something else. Yeah. And, and another thing I love about Bruce is he seems to not forget where he came from and has a lot of respect on his musical roots and the people that have been before him. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. I mean, he, he has, uh, the, what was the speech, the speech that he gave when he was the, uh, uh, in charge of the, um, I think it was some like, it was some like festival or maybe the, the, he, the South by Southwest, he did a keynote speech. I yes, the keynote speech. Austin, was, and he talks Yeah, it's incredible. It is just yeah, it is amazing when he talks about that about, you know, um and the he, I he loves as a songwriter, you know, remember that you're loved and you're despised. Remember yeah. you're alone and you're with everyone. You know, he 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 does a beautiful speech that is poetic and meaningful and you're like this guy gets it this guy gets it a lot yeah Yeah. um so in your casual fandom are there any albums or songs that have a personal meaning to you and it's okay if you don't um well i've talked about this before i i uh i really there's a few albums that i really really love i love born to run like i said i really love the river uh i love the song and the album um and i really i really love uh promised land uh i i think that song really uh connected with me uh and i i think despite you know a lot of his songs and i think a lot of and we talked about this before i think a lot of people have trouble getting into Springsteen because they have a perception of Bruce Springsteen as this just a dumb, you know, blue collar guy who right. talks about cars and driving and, you know, uh, sexual innuendos regarding cars and <laughs> driving. And, um, and it can kind of come off as being a little hokey or much, it has a lot of machismo behind it. And I think you could say that about The Promised Land, but there's something beautiful about that song about, you know, like so many of his other songs about trying to be better than than what people think of you or be better than what you think of yourself. And, and that song, I think, kind of um, illustrates that. The, the whole part when he says, you know, blow away all of the, all of these things and, you know, and... And when he talks about 
not being a boy, he's being a man. It's 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 a great kind of illustration of of growing up and and kind of believing in yourself and and realizing that there's a lot of shitty things in in your life, like work, which he references a lot, yeah. getting up and going to a shitty job. And it, that song to me is one that I, I really get a lot of inspiration from and one that I, I really can connect to uh, and, and kind of uh, gleam some, <laughs> some hope from. No, no, I, I agree. And? So, I, I mean, this is an interesting question for me. I think I still need to kind of revisit what we've listened to and see. But in terms of like a personal connection, I'm still not quite there yet for most stuff but i have a better appreciation of what he's doing and i really like how his work well some of his work is focused some of it is really not but yeah and that's one of the things i take umbrage with the most that sometimes it's like he's his songwriting is so sharp and on the point and other times it just seems like whatever right i don't know what he's trying to do but like uh, when we listen to Nebraska, like I really enjoyed that album. Yeah. And I would say for me, like albums are the way I primarily enjoy sure. music. But um, I also like the song Highway 29 a lot. I did a cover of that in the solo, solo mm-hmm. springtime yes. up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, probably there are some songs that we've listened to now, especially another spoiler alert here. The the remainder of the John Jacobs saga yeah. Um that I really enjoyed. So um, I, I need to go back and do some more solitary listening, really get in the, get in the mood for Bruce. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think that's not, I am not someone who doesn't, I, I do not have rose colored glasses against um, Bruce um, I think overall the majority of his stuff is really well done. You know, I told my wife because both my wife and son kind of say he just growls. You can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. And and I said, okay, that's fair enough. Though, you know, <laughs> Chris Jackson, when you were going through your Metallica phase, I would argue I couldn't understand a damn thing Metallica was saying. <laughs> um, so what I told my wife is, I said, start thinking of Bruce's voice as another instrument and listen to the albums as just instrumentals Yeah, and then just enjoy the emotion that the song gives you quit trying to understand the lyrics and that worked for her. But I will tell you, I know that a lot of people um, complained that the wrestler wasn't nominated for an Oscar for a song and they talk about it. But all yeah. I can hear is one legged dog making its way down the street. How can a yeah. one legged dog make its way down the street? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I, I understand what like a one trick pony, but yeah. I'm just saying a one, a well, one legged dog can't move. Yeah. And, and also what's, you know, and also what's a 10th Avenue freeze out? You know, there's, there's a lot of things that it's, and that's what's kind of makes Bruce so great at times. He, 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 he creates these songs that a lot of them don't make any sense and don't refer to anything. And, and you could say like, well, you know, if you don't like this song, you should really listen to this one, or you should listen to this, this, uh, this era of Bruce since he's been around for so long now, I, I feel like there has to be, at least one song where you can get someone who isn't a big Bruce fan to at least kind of, uh, kind of say, yeah, this is all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that regard, like the growly voice and the kind of nonsense lyrics, I mean, somewhat like a poor man's Bob Dylan. Yes. <laughs> but it, but it does, it is effective. Like, uh, in, um, um, I'm on fire that the, the howling there kind of, uh, it, 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 it illustrates, you know, the, the feelings behind that he has and the feelings behind the song. And like, even if it is, uh, <laughs> even if it does take up a, a large chunk of that, a very short song, but um, I, I think it is, I think it is, I, I agree. I think it is a, a tool and, and it can be effective at times and it can kind of just be uh, silly at times. <laughs> yeah. And you know, another one, I, I think that's really well done is like, what, what do you mean? Come on up for the rising. And I've seen, he has played the rising in every one of the 10 shows I've seen. 
Yeah. I think. I mean, he plays that song, and I love that song, and I am it's like, great. I am like, yeah, come on up for the rise, you know. But I'm like, yeah. well, what does that mean? The rising yeah. is what? It, it, you know, um, a catfish sure. jumping on a line is a great visual. Yeah. And, but yeah, when you look at it, you're going, what exactly is he trying to say? Sure. And you get lost in the emotion. Sure. And I and I think, yeah, I, I think th- that song in particular has a lot of um, kind of uh, religious sort of yes. connotations to it and, 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 and uh, symbols and, and things like that. So the whole like the rising could, you know, it could be interpreted a number of ways. Uh, and, yes. and I think it's that's that's something that's kind of just really, really great about him. And, and something that's yeah. really great when like when you play a song for somebody who doesn't know him and and they realize that maybe this guy isn't, you know, yeah. so, you know, stupid or, or just yeah. uh, uh, hillbilly. I mean, he, the, you know, you got to think hillbilly. Right, no, right. not hillbilly. Yeah. That's a little maybe too much. But I mean, you know, the guy the guy writes and writes and writes. and He has yes. notebooks and notebooks. I mean, tracks is huge. Yes. And. So, you know, he's he's no chump when it comes to uh, producing songs. And yeah. uh, maybe some might not. Some are better than others. But right. uh, it's, it's it's really it's really impressive. Yeah. And so uh, Land of Hope and Dreams is one of my favorites. And that's a song where yeah, I do song. think the lyrics do tell a story. And, and it is something really special. So, yeah, okay, good. So um, that's your homework before the next one. Right. Listen to more. <laughs> and then we can. Sure. Talk. Well, it's funny you mentioned the rising, because like I, like I said, that was the that was the one I um, I came up on, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's really great. I, there's a lot of songs on that on that album. That I love. I know you mentioned uh, I'm really happy that you mentioned in your second podcast, uh, Nowhere Man, yeah. which I'm a big fan of that song. Right. I think that song's beautiful and it's it's yeah. and it, it shows a different side of, of, of Springsteen and who, you know, yeah. like you mentioned and, and we mentioned, you know, suffered suffered from depression. And I think that song yeah. is uh, kind of touches on that. And I really love Mary's Place. I love it's just um, yeah. it's a really it's a really nice album. Yeah, we um, there is. Uh, I really enjoyed um, for those of you who are not caught up. Um, Colleen, who is uh, a fan from the Chicago area, and I jumped on the phone um, before uh, the anniversary of September, um, you know, 9/11, and we went through the rising, you know, track by track, and kind of talked about it, and it's on the feed. And, you know, I think it's a really good album. And, and I said in the podcast, I think it could have used an edit uh, where you could have taken a couple <laughs> of songs off of it. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but, you know, I totally agree. But, I, you know, I, and I think that's part of it. Um, he's been on record saying that he realizes the time in front of him is shorter than the time behind. Yeah. That at his age, he and, and none of us are promised we're promised a lifetime and that's all we're promised. Yeah. And um, so I think he isn't as selective as he was like, you know, darkness on the edge of town, board to run. Yeah. Those are bare bones, great albums. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, there is no excess fat. There is just, he's telling a story and it's good. And which, you know, if you listen to, you know, the promise uh, that box set has this two yep. CDs worth of songs that they yep. recorded that they didn't make darkness. Uh, you know, uh, tracks is a lot from his early stuff, which is yeah. four CDs. Yep. Um, so I think this later in his career, it's a little more inclusive. Well, let's throw it on there because I want it out there for my fans and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad thing. I'm, I'm, Hey Bruce, I'm not criticizing you. We love you. <laughs> I'm still on the fence. Oh, Bruce, if you're listening, we love you. Matt's still on the fence. Yeah, Matt is going, eh, meh. Hey, Bruce, if you're listening, call in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Join us on Skype. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, Sean and Matt, next year, hopefully, 
he's going to come where close enough that's in the middle between Maryland and Texas. Yeah, that, oh, that would be incredible. That we'll enjoy a good meal together and then a show, yes. But on your mental list, because though maybe you guys actually will have on a little note card, okay, here's the six or seven songs. Oh, I'll yeah. Hear, and as they come, I'm going to scratch them off. <laughs> Uh, what are some songs you'd want to hear live? Ooh, boy. Well, and Dancing in the Dark is anything, the first and most important. Yeah, yeah I want to uh, talk about that. I said this in one of the earlier podcasts. Every Bruce show is someone's first Bruce show. Oh, yeah. And, you know, my friend uh, Sam hates Badlands. He's like, it's over. Oh, really? I just, I, you know, and he looks at it, I think, the wrong way. He goes, if he plays Badlands, that means he won't play Oh, I see. This. Yeah, I see. And, and I'm like, look, I love the crowd going crazy at Badlands and everyone's yeah. standing up and yeah. you know, doing the song. I, I, I love Hungry Heart. That Great everyone song. sings the first verse. Yeah. You know, uh, he's like, oh, do we really need to hear Born to Run Again? Look, I see. I mean, if you're going to Bruce and you've never seen him, yeah, you're going to go, but he didn't do Born to Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my it's... first seven shows, and then I'll let you guys talk. I had not seen him do Thunder Road Live. Oh, and wow. I'm like, I've seen him seven freaking times, and I've not heard him do Thunder Road. Now, Matt thinks it's only a single, maybe a sacrifice bunt, but to me, yeah. it's a home run. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> Look, everyone's a different kind of umpire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that said, so that's why I'm saying there is no judgment. Sure. <laughs> if you guys really do want to hear dancing in the dark I yeah well speaking of speaking of home runs i mean i would love to hear jungle land which i think is a masterpiece yes um i you know and I, I, he it, doesn't it, play that as much now that clarence is gone yeah it's, i know it's, yeah well yeah. it's hard to fill those shoes yeah yes. well, his, and uh, jake is doing fine jake yeah jake well, does pretty well i will argue is anyone listening Sometimes Jake, are you listening? Yeah, Jake's a little too full of himself. <laughs> sure. You know, like, hey, look, you're not the big man, all right? Yeah. Yeah. You just know? because you could quit school, join yeah. one of the biggest bands yeah. of all I mean, time, and, and tour with them. I'm not. Say, I'm just saying you were you inherited that position. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're carrying your weight well. I'm not saying yeah. you're not a good musician. But, you know, tone it down a little bit. OK, do you guys feel me? Yeah, yeah. OK, okay go ahead. I have no idea. <laughs> OK, no, I agree with you, uh, Jesse. Mm -hmm. OK, um, um, I, yeah, I'd like to see Jungle Land. I'd like to, you know, I was listening to a little bit of tracks before the podcast and, yeah. I, and I, I'm sure like um, he doesn't play as many. Uh, we already um, uh, we already mentioned Take Them As, uh, take em as They Come, yeah. which is. Uh, a wonderful, oh wonderful song that I love. I honestly love. Like yes. I love that song. I love the video that we referenced. I think it's uh, such an inconsequential song. <laughs> well, if that's so, but it's it's some of those like kind of very simple kind of pop songs are some of the like my most favorite ones. Even even Cadillac Ranch, which is a really stupid song, oh. but it's mm -hmm. so much fun. Um, I I would like to hear uh, Roulette, which I love that song too. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he's ever played that in concert, but I love that song because it's mm -hmm. really there's a few songs that um, similar to um, uh, uh, Thunder Crack. It's like um, Springsteen in the band really, really gets into it. And it's like a really like almost like um, I don't want to say metal, but like it's really hard, hard rock song, which is a lot of like great guitar solos and stuff and i i it kind of takes things up a, a, a notch and uh i feel like roulette and and and, uh, and thundercrack kind of do that so i'd love to see those and yeah. uh you know just like the the classics sure. uh, <laughs> um uh, the river i'd love to see yeah uh, um you know i i got to hear all or nothing at all when he was in houston oh, yeah. and that was you know you know, he started joking. I think, I think this is good. I know it's not. And um, they did uh, a, um, uh, they did a sign request of one step up, and yeah. that was really nice. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah. And yeah. I, I would also love to see, you know, some of the covers and what he does. Like, yeah. uh, I, 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 the cover he did with, uh, I think he did pressure drop once and he, I mean, he did a, a, a boatload yeah. of covers, but that'd be really fun to see. Who yeah. yeah. Um, in Nashville, he did satisfaction yeah. and burning love. And, you know, they were both great. Um, I love his version of Staying Alive that they did in Australia. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it, great. To that yeah, we, play, yeah, we did, yeah, we did yeah. actually play that, yes. And, yeah, uh, great. and joking around, you know, when he started in Dallas, uh, they came out to Sweet Georgia Brown, the yep. Globetrotter songs, and they did Jump. Yeah. And, and it was like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. It was perfect. And the band did great. I, I go, yeah. I go back to Matt, right? Let's just have them do covers. I can give yeah. them a list of three hours of songs I want the E Street Band to do. <laughs> we'll throw in Dancing in the Dark to make the fans happy, and let's go for it. Yeah. Hey, this one's for Matt. Um, Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, other than Dancing in the Dark, I think for me, to at this point, yeah, it's kind of like we're at a point with the doing the show and this being a thing that really... I'm looking for stuff that's going to be fun connections to what we've already talked about. Right. And that's going to be fun to talk about for the show. So I'm my, my opinion at this point is one dancing in the dark. And then two Bruce, show me a good time. Uh, Right. And uh, from there, if so, I mean, I really just want to see a great show. I'm not too concerned about, because I mean, with Springsteen, like the catalog is so deep. Like, yeah, it's not as if he, if he doesn't play too like, three or four specific songs that I'm not going to hear yes. five or six other great ones. Yeah. So yeah. look, I really wouldn't be too bummed if yeah. he didn't yeah. play. Yeah. We said it before, it, as long as Bruce uh, walks the way he wants to walk and talks, talks the way he wants to, to talk, to <laughs> I think it would both be. Well, <laughs> and it's fine with that. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I would love some of the, uh, obscure ones. Uh, I would go okay. crazy if he did Linda, let me be the one. Yeah. Because my wife's name is Linda, and every anniversary oh, wow. I post on Facebook, I'm so happy Linda did let me be the one. Uh, that's and wild. and so if he played Linda, let me be the one, I would lose it, right? <laughs> um, so well, yeah, what are some of your favorite uh, uh, songs of his? You know, um, I um, I've only heard or some of the ones that you'd like to hear. Yeah, I've I've only heard "Girls in Their Summer Clothes" once. Oh yeah, I really great. because I'm a Beach Boy fan, you know that would be something that I I would really like to see. Um, you know, I'd love to hear the Wish, which is you know his kind of story about his mom buying a car, a guitar for him, and oh, okay. and and if you, funny story, <laughs> I I was listening to the Wish and I got all kind of choked up uh-huh. that. Um, you know, my mom, my dad was in the army. So in a lot of ways, she was a single mom raising us. And I had to, you know, she did alone. And so I really thought about, you know, I'm lucky that I can call my mom and tell her. And so I'm calling my mom and I'm trying to explain to her and, all she wants to talk about is her latest doctor's appointment and what the doctor is saying. <laughs> and I call it, God love you. I know mom's not listening to this, but it's the medical podcast. Cause whenever uh-huh. I talk to her, it's just, that's all she wants to talk about. And, yeah. and so I, you know, that one, um, I'd like, um, ain't good enough off, uh, wow. the promised, um, without you, which is on that Great blood song. brothers. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever done it live. Um, I don't think I've ever heard tougher than the rest. Oh really? And and I think that's a great country and western song. It is, yeah. And uh, finally, better days. I I do a management talk when I was in Manila, and I quoted better days, and I said that the theme of that song to me is that you should enjoy your life journey. Yeah. Don't yeah. focus so much on what goals you're trying to achieve. Focus on them, but enjoy the journey. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's would be kind of one of them. Um, yeah. And then, of course, Joe LeBlanc, uh, because I, I just think that would just be blow me off that he'd do that great. Um, yeah. I said <laughs> I'd love this is your sword. This is your shield from high hopes that if I could 
they would not let me, but if I could bring in a toy shield and sword and write, this is your, <laughs> this is your shield in the pit, you know? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we, I mean, we talked about this. I brought this up a lot and <laughs> to match the grid. Uh, you know, um, you bring your, your sword and shield. I'll oh. dress up as the chicken man from Atlantic City. And Matt could be the magic rat uh, in uh, Jungle Land. <laughs> it would oh. be good to go. No, it has not been on the show yet, but I had the Philly Elvis. Um, uh, oh, yeah, that's a class. Oh, you, we have did you interview him? He was on the podcast. It hasn't no been yet. And he tells the story about how his wife forced him to yeah, yeah, yeah. suit, that he was he, – he almost gave up because he just was worried. Because, you know, it, this isn't like it's a convention where everyone cosplays, yeah. right? Yeah, that video, you see him kind of like – that video is so great. That's it amazing is. that you interviewed him. Yes. And so um, so how cool would it be for someone to have a chicken costume like from, you know, a local, you know, KFC or yeah. Toy Story, the guys in the chicken, yeah. you know, and to have in the pit and Bruce. Yeah. Okay, looks like I got to do Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, I just wear a sign that says I'm the chicken man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh. yeah, that'd be great. I mean, that's that's one of the, I think that's one of the really fun things about his songs and, and one yeah. of the things that, it, it, that kind of, uh, it's bring people together, especially Springsteen fans. And they talk about all the characters. We, we reference that in, in uh, Nebraska where there's a, yeah. you know, boatload of characters and, and it's just it's really it's really interesting these characters that form from his songs and how how they kind of bleed into other songs and other albums and how they kind of grow up with bruce yeah. in a lot of ways um yeah so she, yeah, I, yeah i i i i think that 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 story that you said about your mom is 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 is, is really nice and 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 i definitely have moments like that where i think of people that or in my life, and uh, you start to, you start to really reflect on that, and uh, yeah, I mean, his his songs just kind of hit you some sometimes in a place that is really um, you can get very emotional, and and you can kind of just uh, look at things in a different way. Right. So a couple things um, before we close. I'm I'm also going to start doing um, at once we get the podcast established a little more. Uh, what we're going to try to do is release a Springsteen podcast on Tuesday and then Thursday do a set lusting Bruce special edition where you might have someone that's crazy about Bob Dylan or interesting uh, or Pearl Jam or, you know, and kind of do the same discussion except for other musical idols to kind of make this show more about loving music than sure. it was necessarily loving Bruce. So, um, right. so think about that. I'd love to have you guys on. And then I'm going to be forward. I would love for you two to have me on your show. Let's pick yeah, an absolutely. album and then let's go through it track by track. Whatever album y'all's choice. And then we could talk about yay, wow. nay, not good. Because I have loved all your episodes, but I will tell you the two Nebraskas and the Long Islands were really special because – you know, you really did sound like, you know, just a couple of friends going through, you know, the album Moving Needle to Needle or an 8-track going from skip to, you know, you know, a CD going from track to track and going, uh, yeah, okay, that's enough. We can skip that. And I just yeah. think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. That sounds like a great idea. Just okay. uh, let, uh, let us know what, uh, what album you Yeah, doing. no, I'm going to let you guys pick. And, yeah, I think uh, we got to pick one. Cause... Yeah, oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah we'll and pick. then I'll just go, and that'd be fun. So, and, great, you know, yeah, that'd be great. great. So, yeah. I hate to ask this, but I'm going to. Matt, Sean, how can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, uh, we're, we're uh, promoting, we're debuting a new, a new feature for the, all the Springheads. We have a call-in voicemail line. No you way! Call the, oh, yes. You call the number 443-VAN-XL-XO. I don't know the actual numbers, <laughs> but that's the word. Okay. You call in there. You leave a voicemail. 443-VAN-XL-XO. XL-XO? Yes, XL-XO. Okay. It's like, I love... Big vans. <laughs> I love but big backwards. bucks and I cannot lie. Okay, go ahead. All right, got that down. So uh, 
and also, uh, yeah, we're on iTunes. Uh, if you want to subscri subscribe to us there, please leave a comment and, and rate us. Uh, we we guarantee a shout out on <laughs> on a future episode. Uh, if you leave a review, we will yeah, shout Jesse, you out. Jesse, we will give you okay. one. Oh, uh, of and, and, uh, and I want to stress to you guys, um, you know, you listening to the podcast, it is so vital because the only way we find listeners is by because you do a Google search, you go look, find a Springsteen podcast, or I want to talk about music and ratings and reviews are how we yeah. find listeners. And even though Sean and Matt and I have all said we do this if even no one listened to us, you know, we do like the idea that someone, you know, <laughs> sure. I, you know, I I am thrilled that. You guys have listened to a couple of my podcasts, and yeah, they're great. And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So great, yeah, please. Yeah, and we'll definitely promote yours. And uh, yes, it's it's you know, uh, Springheads. We're, we're working stick on the together. whole. <laughs> we're working on the whole social media presence. Yes, we're working yeah. on the whole website front, but hey. for right now, there's nothing like a good old telephone call, That's huh? Well, <laughs> we're working on a dream. Working on, we're working on a dream. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So. Um, and if you want to be on this podcast and talk about Bruce and all that implies, please send an email to setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. Please check that out. And as I said, we appreciate you going to iTunes to rate and review us. Sean, Matt, I hope you had as much fun as I did. This, oh, is, this great, is great, Jesse. Yeah. Thanks. And so I'm going to close with the dogs on Main Street howl because ah. they understand. If I could take one moment into my hands – Mr. I ain't a boy, no, I'm a man, and I believe in a promised land. Thanks, yes, guys. Sir. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay, Jesse, Thanks, take care. Jesse. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.